Welcome to the Merchant Princelings podcast. We are live. Welcome to episode... Oh, fuck it. We fuck it every fucking time. Welcome to episode 65 of the Merchant Princelings podcast. Woo! May she rain. May she rain. We're back. We've got some high energy. We've got lots to talk about. We've got bloody loads. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. How about yourselves? Is everyone all good in the hood? I literally couldn't be better. Everyone's good. It was your birthday, oh, we Charles, thought Charles it? was shit-faced. He's not. Yeah, he'd been smoking Kush, but apparently not. No, 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 that, no that. I'm a pure, good little Christian boy. How was your birthday mm, yesterday, Charles? Sure. Did you have a lovely day? It was, it was delightful. Um, high points were eating an enormous Chinese. It's actually quite mm. impressive how much I managed to consume. I've got. It was a big occasion, so we got the mm. special occasion big bowls out for it, and we just. We just loaded up. We just loaded up. So we had uh, lemon chicken, crispy beef, um, as Big John would say, beef chow mein rather than beef chow mein. Big chow mein. Yeah, uh, that always Singapore noodles. Like, freaks me out. That does because it's it's really wrong. Yeah, mm. yeah chow mein. Yeah, it's uh, super wrong. Lemon chicken, salt and pepper chips. And normally, I feel like getting chips from anywhere that isn't a fish and chip shop is some kind of affront to the culture that we're purchasing into. But salt and pepper chips hit different, baby. Dang. Bang. They bang. They, bang. they do bang. Um, and then some people like to go for a curry sauce, but I thought it, it's a big deal it, today. It's a big occasion. Oh, so we went for sauce. a chicken. Oh. Hold, hold, hold up. So we went for a, a whole entire chicken curry and just slathered that over all the other oh. beige items. We had chicken balls on the go. Um, salt and pepper chicken as well. It was a whole thing. Um, was it just for you and Frank and, and the pooch? Well, the pooch, I was quite keen to siphon off a little bit of crispy beef for the dog, but Frank was very observant. I didn't get the chance to. So just me mm. and Frank, I had leftovers for lunch today. Um, I was very pleased with how oh, much I managed best. to consume yesterday because these bowls are genuinely probably, oh, I don't know if my tape measure to hand, but I reckon about 40 centimetres in diameter and a good six to 70 right. mil deep as well. That's, and it was, it was loaded up. That's a pan, isn't it? And special fried rice as well, sorry. So there was plenty of carbs going on there. It wasn't just meat loading. Um, and yeah, just fucking smashed it, Sean. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I was really proud of myself. Demolished it. And then after all that, I gave it 45 minutes, acquired a second wind, and had a big old slice of Colin the Caterpillar. What more could one ask for? Colin? The OG, yeah? Colin, the caterpillar. The only appropriate cake. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That m good shit. I think you lot have Chinese takeaways too often. Harry's had one today. I feel like... Harry has one, Harry has one like, every other day. It's insane. Every three days. Every three days, I swear, Harry's like, oh, we're just going to treat ourselves to a fucking plate of beige shit. Oh, we're going around around his parents. We're having Chinese. Do you want to know a fun fact about... Uh, Harry's Chinese situation. So they used to every week go for Chinese. Born. I don't know if it was every week or every few weeks, but they'd have a Chinese of Aaron's and his parents. Harry would always go and pick it up. Um, so he'd go and pay for it. However, and Harry was thinking to himself, Christ, this is, you know, it's costing a fair bit here. 
And then um, one day he made a joke to Anna's dad about paying for it. He's like, no, we pay for it every time. And Harry was like, okay, what? that was a bit odd. And then what? discovered that Harry's dad had been sending Anna the money for it every week and she'd been pocketing it. Oh, <laughs> That is, a, do you know who else would do that? A woman not sitting three metres from me. That's exactly what she would do as well, isn't it, babe? <laughs> Harry gets a Chinese, has to pay for it for, for Anna's parents. And then he was like, why am I buying all these Chineses? And then Anna's parents were like, no, we transfer Anna the money every week. Yeah, it's the smile on your face says it all. Yeah, fucking right. Guilty. Suddenly, suddenly I can rumbled, understand. Yeah. yeah, rumbled. Mm. Rumbled. Not I sure if that was Harry's one so to be disclosed on the internet, now. but there we go. Um, but yeah, well, I, don't, I don't think every week. parents yeah. are listening. Yeah, and I will also Crazy. say that um, yeah, this was a special occasion. I've been looking forward to this for well over a month. We probably haven't. I don't think this was our first Chinese this year, so it was a big occasion. It was. I Jeez, wanted one about three weeks ago, and I thought no. I thought I. Roll my leadership check. It was a pass. I held the line successfully. I'm glad I did. Happy fries in and around Tunbridge Wells. Big up. Questionable don't want to be hygiene rating. Falling back. No question on the flavour. Mm. Mm. No, we don't do that kind of thing around here when it comes to Chinese. Snake eyes every time. Day, yeah, thank you very much, boys. It's very kind of you to say. I was shot down over my Chinese plans yesterday. You lot went yeah, fucking you're a fucking it. ragamuffin, you piece of shit. I'm not. Um, I'm not. Maybe we need. I'm not maybe joking, we need a poll Will, in the Discord. You get away with too much. No, you get away 100%. with too much as it is, right? You get away with such such shenanigans, just generally because you're Will. Like, it's not. I'm not having it anymore. And I and I feel like that Chinese yesterday was the straw that broke the camel's back. And I'm very glad that Harry and Giles feel the same way as me. Ollie hasn't. Ollie hasn't stepped in yet. Ashley's put his opinion in, and that is valuable. But I feel like you stepped too far. And for those listening at home, what Will is proposing to do... I think it's a great idea. Do you know what I mean? Pork no, balls, no, you're the trip salt pepper chips. It's a bash. It's a but bash. not in a cinema, Will. No, Why not in a cinema. You don't take a Chinese takeaway into a cinema. Yeah. Are you Charlie Kelly? Why are you trying to sneak a spaghetti bolognese into a... Like, what are you doing sneaking a different meal? Why do you need the Chinese then? Not sneaking it in. Why don't you have the Chinese before or after? That's the thing. No. It doesn't matter how brazen you are with it. It doesn't matter about how brazen you are. It sits a certain way. Any meal you need a fork for, you don't (sighs) eat in the cinema. No one eats Chinese with a fork, Tom. You use fucking chopsticks. It's perfect. Do you know what I mean? Oh, you're going to be click-clacking fucking chopsticks in the cinema. I don't click-clack when I'm munching on a, a Chinese, mate. I'm a pro. If I see you doing that, you're getting a shoe thrown at you. Completely unacceptable behaviour. I think it's a great idea, but yeah, after, I mean, I did have to think about, like, rethink my plan after the three of you systematically were just like, no, you can fuck right off. So. Yeah. It was very interesting, though. It's very interesting. Because I thought. Should we talk about Horace Heresy? Uh, we could mm, no, I've got, I'm just conducting no? a quick poll in the Discord as to whether you can oh, yeah. or cannot eat a Chinese. Oh, someone said cinema. yes. I bet that's. Oh, uh, there we go. Yeah, I don't talk in the, the Discord after I got censored for having an opinion by someone. Do you know what I mean? So, well, and our, our Discord. Yeah. Do you own it? Uh, I just. You I can just delete the comments. Oh, Can I see. actually do That's that? why you come. To... Yeah, I don't know what that noise was. 
Um, you? Yeah, you can. That's why whenever well, I can't remember who I think it was when Jack stepped out of line one time when he was being rude to someone, I just deleted all the comments and then told him he was wrong, and then he tried to argue back and I just deleted all the comments because it's not a fucking democracy. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, Simple you, as that. I, I can That's how we run just it. Delete message. Look at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, you delete, delete my message, yeah, yeah. you'll be in big, big I've, trouble. <laughs> I'm going to report uh, the message for abuse or yes. harassment. Reporting <laughs> it to me, though, you fucking uh, honestly. There we go. We've yeah. had our first yeah. no so from someone that isn't me or Tom. Uh, uh, right, I'm moving this along, boys. Yeah, let's talk about boy soldiers. Responsibilities. We've actually, on. we've got a running order. Yeah, we actually found it this time. You yeah. sent me a running order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we fucked it right because nowhere in the first paragraph does it say spend twelve minutes talking about Chinese takeaways. But here we go. Well, it's a running go. order, so you can get excited. We can't timestamp it because I refuse to do any editing. So it's a running order. Intro dash. We are back, baby. In inverted commas with an exclamation mark. Hashtag. Next, what have we been up to? Did I actually write? Up that? next, really. You did. Releases, Solar Auxilia and Tybalt Mar. Then we're going to talk a little bit about attrition and beachhead. We are only going to talk a little bit about that because it was fucking decades ago. But we are going to go over the missions and we're going to have a little talk about narrative events. We're going to draw on some experience based on Tooth and Claw and Cortus and some other primo events that we've been to to, to contextualise those thoughts. Then Will wants to have a little chat about Dark Furies. Are they the best unit in the game? Discuss. Stick on for that one because the answer is obvious. Um, and what units do you think are best? This might stimulate a little bit of conversation after the podcast in the Discord. Maybe it's something you want to message us about. Maybe something you want to agree with. And it's certainly something for our international listeners who don't play in the southeast of England's meta. What are the best Ooh, units for you? Yeah. Your meta is going to be difficult. Because one. we've had the, the Scottish heresy guys have always said that they, they actually seem to be completely different. So um, we'll see. And then after that, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, yeah, what units we think are coolest, not necessarily the best, coolest units. Um, just to, to tag into that before we get too much further, um, Heresy Hammer, friends of the show, our dearest loved ones, they've done a great episode about units that are missing from Horus Heresy at the moment, um, which what I think was, was a conversation what? instigated by Josh, Waterbeast Josh. Yeah, it's a good episode, Will. Get onto it. And then outro. Gosh. And then uh, addendum. Mm. Painting, Go on. Painting awards. Painting comp at Beachhead. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. Part of we can do that at Beachhead, right? Yeah, right. Resubmit it. I'll just edit it now. Let's go. Let's go, baby. And then, and then the listeners can mark us okay. out of how many points were on that agenda for how many we actually get to by the time we finish waffling. What? About We're going to push one. Three out of eight. So yeah, why don't we talk about what we've been up to? I think in terms of actual hobby being done, I think we'll start with the person who I think has done the most and work our way backwards. So I think Giles, you've probably done the most hobby. Uh, so like, why don't you wait, go like, wait. Um yeah. Big big it's been about a month since we recorded, haven't we? And in that time, I've painted mm, long time. approximately Big a things. thousand points of High Elves. So, Fucking yes, um, boy. I think as of last recording, I was desperately struggling with Seaguard trying to get them done. But they are now done. We're over the hill. Ooh. They're yesterday's news. We'll ignore the fact that I need probably at least three more. And the fact that it's three is both 
a blessing and a curse because if with a three i could have added that to the original batch and it wouldn't have had made it take that much longer but at the same time just three no problem smash that out in an evening um so i need a few more sea guard but anyway i've painted a, a fuckload of sea guard i've painted Why do you a, need more sea guard because um so i've painted 22 i think i need a block of 25 for warhammer okay. world um, oh is that on the back of playing playing some games and working out like how you like the yeah i think so so i think i probably or, or maybe 24 so i can have a nice four by six um then if i only need two that's literally Ooh. an evening's work so it's fine yeah. um i've painted a lord on a griffin which um came out quite quickly actually it's not amazing but i'm quite pleased with it like the gold armor on the noble um, or lord sorry pretty striking the griffin looks decent griffin looks bang the hole yeah, quite good. Griffin looks painted. great, mate. Honestly, it looks yeah, great. Thank you yeah. very much. Griffin. I am very pleased. Shit I've painted mm. uh, two great eagles as well, which thankfully yeah. it's just I've seen them. So uh, I'll take a picture. I, I need to stick all this up on Instagram. But yeah, I mean, it's just feathers, really. Yeah, feathers, yeah, yeah. Some feet in a beak. So they did not take brushing. very long. That's all. Yeah, that's all I am. Airbrush from. <laughs> There was a, so I airbrushed in like a gradient onto the feathers from light to dark. Um, so the darkest bits of the feathers are almost like a black brown, and the lightest bits are were. Yeah, um, so what were they? They were Vallejo burnt umber, but with some Cadian flesh tone mixed in to line up a bit. Um, oh. Oh, yeah, I was quite pleased with that as a little sexy. combination. It worked really nicely. Then oil washed the whole thing. Bosch immediately picked out all the feathers. Don't oh, mind if I do. Hit it with a, a couple of successive dry brushes. Matt varnished the whole thing. Completely lost the dry brushes in that process. But it still looks fine. And <laughs> it's, an, it's an army that I'm happy with. I think it looks striking on the tabletop. But isn't going to win painting awards because I simply don't have the stamina to put that much effort into 100 models. So here we are. So that takes me up to, um, by the time I've stripped and repainted the bolt thrower, that'll be 1,500 points, which is exactly what I need for Warhammer World in just under two months. So that's done. Oh. What's up next? Are we doing a little, a little peek into what's coming next, or is that for next episode? Yeah, yeah, go for it. No, go so for it. So next up, I've got five recon marines in the drawer next to me, ready to go. I've got one, two, three, four, five. I've got six interemptor bodies on the Ooh. printer next to me drip drying baby. Oh, um, yes sir mm. so i need to razz off four more of them and do an appropriate amount of arms backpacks uh, etc um Very nice. they Very will nice. then be going in the second dark angels land raider which is like 95 percent done sand the three doors that i fucked up before uh the other event that need to be redone um Yep. Recons, they obviously don't need a land raider, unsurprisingly. But then that will take me to 1750, which some might say mm. be enough points for boyfriends next month. So that's pretty exciting. Oh, um, so that's that's what's up next. So um, it's great. So tomorrow, or actually, it's Frank's birthday tomorrow. It's a big week in the in the King household. Many happy uh, returns, Frank. Many happy returns. Or pass those on, uh, boys. Thank you very much. Another Chinese, I'm sure. Now we're going Seabream tomorrow, which is an unbelievable fish and what chip shop. And we're going to get chicken oh. burgers, and it's going to be fucking sick. Can I've definitely do... mentioned Seabream on the pod before. I'll send wait, whips. Wait. Can we get really nerdy about fish and chip shop pricing? 
because it's fucking ridiculous in esports. It is insane. But I also found, Tom, and this might be help your little situation, Marino's in oh, Tunbridge Wells, yeah. best one around. Best one around, no doubt. You order it from Just Ooh. Eat, insane okay. prices. You go to their website directly, it was a 10 or less for our 30 quid order. 10 are off. No That's way. 33%. No it's an insane way. We got to try that. Frank is. Oh, we got to I mean, that. I reckon that Frank is true, the queen of procurement, but that was an absolute steal of a find when we discovered that. So yeah, we just touch on one thing. I wonder if that's true. Yeah, please do. Well, yeah. please. Oh yeah. You're going to a fish and chip shop to get a chicken burger. Correct. Well, what the fuck? <laughs> right. We're going to a cinema sounds, to get a Chinese. Well, sounds insane, <laughs> but it is le- not only is it less insane than a Chinese in the cinema. But it's unbelievable. Picture the scene, Will. They've got these delicious, lightly toasted burger buns, slightly seeded as well. Brioche? Uh, not brioche, but lightly, lightly, slightly um, mm. seeded. Then they get a, 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 a perfectly cooked, you make it- battered bit of chicken. And they, they hit it with you know, the salad in there. There's mayo. You can get cheese in there if you'd like to. Obviously, you do. But... The size, cheese in a chicken burger, the price. It's unbelievable. Couple that up with half a battered sausage each. Um, Chicken wings as well, because the wings just hit different from this place. Some potato wedges. Um, Frank's parents, one. uh, Frank's mum will probably get a bit of cod, um, but only eat the cod. Doesn't eat the batter. Is it the other round? Christ. Someone's um, getting something you get from a fish and chip shop at yeah, your meal that you're having right, at a fish and chip right, shop. Right, is, right, right, right. Uh, people in the arena of Seabream, also known as Black Fen uh, in London, if you live in that area and you know Seabream, let me know. Message the Instagram, message it in the Discord, tag me, back me up. It's the best place. Like, it's honestly the best I chicken shop around. I can't listen to you say lightly seeded again. Slightly seated, baby. No, it's horrible. Slightly seated, baby. Yeah. Anyway, Jesus Christ. Um, Anyway, so yeah, so this weekend, I think Will, you've done more finished. So this weekend's task is finish the hair on the prints that I forgot to paint. Stick some tufts (laughs) on the elves, which will take all of that. Will take an hour tops, and then it's uh, make a start on the next batch of dark angels, which I'm buzzing for. If I've got time. During probably after the podcast, so as the clicking will be annoying, I'll razz off another print tray for the printer, get that on overnight, wake up to more interrupters using the helicopter helicopter files because they're just fucking king shit. It's going to be great. So good. That's going to be great. Um, Well, I feel like you've probably done more than me because you normally are just king of just razzing out loads of hobby on the sly. So why don't you run up next? No. Now I'm done with Games Workshop. I've been just working on Bolt Action. Yeah. So I've yeah, literally, as as Giles was, as Giles was telling us about getting a chicken burger from from a fish and chip shop, which still blows my mind. But <laughs> next time I come to Tunbridge Wells, teach me the way, Sensei. Show me, show me. So yeah, so I've just Didn't been razzing out loads of. Uh... Wait, what? I thought it was in Giles's like stomping grounds. Anyway. Oh, I thought he said it was in London. Oh no, matter. what Seabroom? No, no. So it's yeah. it's in Frank's Frank Frank's area of the world, which is oh, Tunbridge Wells. Cool. So uh, now Tunbridge Wells. Obviously, we live together, but previously Sidcup, Black Fen, you know that that area. Um, S- South, okay, you know, right. southeast London. Starting to be, 
Sheer for the river. Sheer for the river. All right, cool. Yeah, so I've just been boshing out these Japs. Uh, I've got like 50 infantry in front of me. All done. They're all finito. I've just finished doing the eyes Shit, on the... Doing, doing the pupils on the eyes. No jokes. There are some, pro- there are no some proper... Yeah, some of them are good. Some of them aren't so good. But it doesn't matter because they're like a quarter the size of a space marine. So... It's fucking perfect, yeah. uh, and, and I've got a little shit. Yeah, oi, they are well shit. <laughs> they Proper are shit. My mate Jackie's got a Japanese army, and he was showing me when we were, when we played Necromunda the other day. He was showing me his Japanese army, and he was showing me like his sunken tank and his little fucking Hawagame and all the rest of these bollocks. And he was showing me his infantrymen, and we were comparing scale because the infantrymen are fucking tiny compared to my airborne, which we'll go on to in a minute, right? Yeah, and they're so shit. Oh yeah, they're absolutely terrible. Yeah. There you go. There's, there's, it, there's no more to that conversation. They're just shit. Nah. Even looking at this tank, I'm like, this is trash. This is fucking <laughs> trash. But they are cool as fuck. Do you know what I mean? Because World War Two was a, was an amazing oh, yeah. time. It was, well, maybe well, not no, that, no, but it was it was it was a very yeah, interesting horrible. time. Do you know what I mean? So I'm really excited. So. The deadline is boyfriends because we're going to wash our games mm. out and then we're going to get a Chinese and play bolt action with Reese and Neil, which is going to be sick as fuck. So, so that's going to be great. Um, apart from that, yep. no 30k because I've done it all. Painted my, my Moritat Secret Santa, uh, but I'm sure I've shown you pictures of that. So, sweet as. Um, yeah, so that's it. It's been, been very, it's been very, very productive. Thirty k, mate, complete it. Yeah, so I ordered a uh, couple of uh, ordered three dreadnoughts and ten mm. s- and ten veterans with s- sniper right with nemesis b- b- rifles uh, to add to the ravens. Um, and that's it. Yeah, I'm gonna you push them out. Fun of the unit that you've chosen to buy. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Joking. Yeah, yeah. Well, like sticking as up you would find in the democracy meter, mate. It's full. Yeah, it's yeah. Brim. Yeah, you know it what I mean, that's that's yeah. that's literally what paid for the workshop. It's perfect. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's <laughs> Casa Hippoc. So, um, yeah. So it's been it's been good actually. Yeah, I'm excited to paint some Space Marines again because well, well, some dreadnoughts. Every time I see people's mm. fucking dreadnoughts, like Ollie's, yours. Robs. Every time I see, ugh, just, I, I just want to put transfers on dreadnoughts. It's it's very fun. So yeah, and I've got like it is. about it is fifth a fifth of a can of Munitor and varnish, which I think should be enough to do thirteen models, fourteen because I've got to do a mortifactor as well. So yeah, perfect. Tom, shout out to the heavens. What you been up to, player? Well, since the last time we recorded, I've done, I can't remember how I was in terms of Assault Marine progress. So I started going through each Assault Marine individually. Finishing I remember, it, so I yeah, yeah, yeah. Standard that I was pretty happy with. And I was doing one a night and that lasted for about eight nights before I wanted to kill myself. Oh, really? So Just not enough. Yeah, just I've just had enough, yeah. And it was probably one of those times where it got to the weekend, I'd done loads of painting, and then, like, because I don't have a painting station, tidied it all away as 
it's never really tied it away because it's not the way my life works, but tidied it away a little bit so we could have the table back and then couldn't be bothered to get it all back out again. So they are as exactly as they were. Um, yep. I've done a little bit of world eaters for Jamie Noakes. Um, I've done a nice lamb raider for him. I can't spoil too much what I've which, done for him yet. Cause I haven't which, which featured him. in a, in a local painting competition, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So my local club ran a painting competition where historically whatever I put in, even if it is obviously the best thing usually fails because people are pretty sick of seeing my painting and, and whatever. So, but this, like that really, I was pretty happy with. Yeah. yeah it, properly. Right, especially yeah. when I used to, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's horseshit. I hate all of them. Yeah, um, so I paint, painted, painted quite a lot of world eaters. And I must say that the, the blue of world eaters is very tricky to get. Ollie's got a great one. Rob's got a great one. There are a few others out there. that have got a great blue and saga miniatures old callum just showed me literally p3 blue and then the highlight is just p3 blue and a bit of white really and, sorry no that's not true it's p3 white over a pre-highlight like you because yeah. you've painted it white anyway because it's fucking world eaters right and oh, then yeah. brackenhoff nightshade glazed in the shadow and it's fucking perfect. And I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at this, this Lamb Raider now, and I still think it's awesome. I'm still very happy with it. So that's good. Jamie was very Dra- happy. Was very, very doesn't um, get enough pop. Well, I use it in the Blood Angels, and I use it now in the World Eaters, and I use it in Necromunda Terrain, and undoubtedly I'll be using it in the Solar Auxilia as well. Wow. So it's just an all great shade. So just like you, Will... Um, after the for, for completely different reasons, but basically, as soon as I finished ending the death part three, which we've all finished since we last recorded, I haven't really finished it yet. Yeah. You, oh, okay. Well, I finished it, and that was literally <laughs> I. I was speaking to like Ollie and Rob and all the rest of it, and I was like, "This is this really does feel a little bit like heresy is over and it's done." Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like, I, it's like I've. I've read all the spoilers, so I know what happens. I just refuse yeah, course, to read yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's fine. But I, I was just like, this is, I'm done. Like, this this is good. I've finished. Yeah. And it's like when you can Heresy, mate, finally completely. kill Arthas in, yeah, when you when you finally kill Arthas in World of Warcraft, in Wrath of the Lich King, and you're like, oh, I've been playing World of Warcraft for 10 years. I've defeated this boss. There's no reason for me to carry on playing this game. So I had a little bit oh, of a crisis wow. of confidence in that, which is fine, because I just carried on, same as you, just carried on with bolt action. So um, a, a friend of mine, Rocky came across. I went up. There was an open day at our local club, and we all played Old World. So I turned up their ogres that I'd built, and I was very happy playing Old World. But they popped up a 6K aside, eight foot by eight foot bolt action board with all custom terrain that looked out, bombed out Stalingrad, Stalingrad factory, Jeez. set up a mission for it, and it just looked fucking sick. And I was like, I've always avoided this game, but I'm in. You and Harry are in, Giles is in, Pete and, uh, sorry, like Reese and um, Neil are Neil, in, a few people yeah. are in. I was like, do you know what? If Jamie and Lloyd are playing it locally and Jackie plays it locally and all, all my friends are playing it, it's stupid for me to not be in it. just can't afford it. So a friend of mine, Rocky, um, we did a deal, trade basically some labor, commission, building and painting and stuff for yeah. um, quite a sizable airborne force, American airborne force. 
um, which is the only sort of army I'd be interested in playing at the moment, which is sick. So I've got some that's, uh, some airborne. That's cool as fuck though. That like that, like them yeah. like that as a faction. That's what you're interested in. It's like no airborne. That's what I want to play. Sick. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. That, that's that's yeah. just me in. Yeah. I mean, I might branch out into some other Americans, but at the moment, like I'm I'm interested in playing. I'm interested in seeing the other factions played, but I'm not interested in buying or anything with them. We'll see how we are down the line. But at the moment, it's just that. Yeah. So yeah. washed out a Sherman tank. Tried to use some sort of night shift scale modeling techniques on it. And um, we're speaking to a few people about it. Obviously, the bolt action models are universally crap. Um, yeah. They're cheap. Uh, they're very I was cheap thinking about this, Is it just because we've been yeah. spoiled with, and I don't mind no. giving them praise no. for where it's due. No. G-dubs do, do make the best fucking models. Like, they, make the, they make the best models by a long, by yeah. a long way. But there are companies out there, Tamiya and all the rest of it, that make Shermans and other Panzer tanks and all the rest of it in much better, more complicated kits that are one scale bigger. They cost Ooh. 10 quid more as a kit. They're too big to use. Like Some people do use them and they get frowned upon. I asked Harry. Harry said, no, they really are too big for the rule set, really. So yeah. that's a shame. But those kits are like 100 pieces, like a, for, like a Games Workshop kit. And then you can buy like third party etched brass and, um, or whatever they call it, I forget what they call it, third party um, little tin mesh things that you can make details out of that go for all the way from like vent casings all the way to like tool handles and hooks and clips and brackets. And you can buy like metal barrels that are a lot more, more realistic in scale. You can buy metal machine guns that are much more in scale and look better. And all the, so much other things you can buy aftermarket parts you can buy to make these kits better. Bolt action yeah. is literally like 15 quid and you buy a little plastic tank that's good in the game. And it is literally six or seven pieces to put together. And then there are some few details you add on. It's, it's dog shit and the model is crap. But it's fun enough as a canvas to just put some paint on and then you can play the game with it. And the game is so flipping good. Yeah. That the game's you, I don't really good. care how good the model looks. Yeah. So I painted a, the Sherman, used some modeling techniques and it tried to do some like rain streaks with acrylics and chipping fluid, tried to do some oil dot filters, tried to do um, texture paint watered down to push in to get like a tide mark on some mud around the tracks, all these sorts of things, which I've seen scale modelers do on scale tanks that are a lot bigger scale than these and these bolt action tanks were difficult to replicate down, but tried my best. Um, boshed out five um, airborne as a as a like tester scheme. They've gone really well. Um, just need to base them. Lloyd has bought a German army that he's going to base in exactly the same way, so that we can play through a lot of campaign missions together um, so as hard. airborne and Germans. Yeah, so Charles has got Germans you an as well, idea, yeah? guys. Haven't done. Yeah, Jars has got German. There's we'll definitely be playing 30, these things. 30 part paint. In fact, if I open the drawer right now, there's a German in my hand. Have I done? Yeah, boy. I, f- I finished the faces. I'm further ahead than I thought I was with these guys. Bit of contrast oh, in the pouches, oil oh. wash. Basically done. Please continue. Um, well, ba- basically. The idea is that we're going to play some of these narrative missions. I forget the name of the campaign. Lloyd did send it to me, but we're going to talk a little bit narrative narrative gaming later on a little bit. So just to give you an idea of a, of a, of, for a comparison in this mission, 
it's like four or five pages of rules long. It's set out a little bit like a Necromunda game in that they give you an idea of how they want the terrain to be set out, almost a little bit like an old Lord of the Rings source book game. Here's the mission. Here's all the fluff for it. Here's the game board. Here's how we set it out. Here's how one team wins. Here's how the other team wins. Here's a bunch of special rules that are only in play for this game. Here's the forces that each of you need to take that we're going to say are quite strict. It's not just 3,000 points or thousand points or whatever here is you need to take this reinforced platoon with these weapons and these things don't forget to take your mortars don't forget to take your tanks these didn't have tanks this side didn't have this blah 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 blah. here's a bunch of special rules play that game whoever wins gets a buff going into the next game or whatever it's so good it's so well written compared to without being negative towards heresy campaigns now that may change and i think will change when we get the next book which they're putting out to be a you know a weekend campaign Oh, yeah. Structure. The, the Beta Garment. Maybe back towards... I'm so excited for that book. Yeah. yeah. Beta Garment looks great, right? So we're not judging until that's out. But historically, when we say narrative gaming in 30K, we think of Cortus, right? Most people think of your average event at Greetings. Now, Greetings are great events. We've run one. We ran Tooth and Claw. We got lots of comments and feedback about how that narr- how that was a narrative and people enjoyed the narrative of that. But realistically, it's four missions. You turn up and you play some games and you go home. You don't have to do too much pre-stuff. You can just turn up with whatever. You can turn up with your thousand points of Black Shields and play your army. Whereas this is like, no, 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 you must have Lieutenant Bob Fossil or whatever as in charge of the Americans and stuff like that. So that's really sick to go through. So me and Lloyd are going to go through that. So I've been painting up some bolt action. Um, Ogres I've built, played like four games with. Really good community of Old World down the club, which is awesome, but haven't done anything else um, with them yet because literally um, I'm getting too hyped for Solo Auxilia. So the Solo Auxilia are, are on their way. Super excited to do that. No interest in putting them on the table whatsoever. They're simply going to be a labour of love to replace solar orcs i had to sell to afford the wedding um so now these solar orcs can be painted up in a scale modeling way me and ollie and a few other people have been talking about them in a you know getting a really detailed plan of how i'm going to do them probably not going to use oils going to step into enamels more following scale modeling advice taking the gray scheme literally literally shifted from a night shift panzer scheme yeah so there's lots of detailed airbrushing there's lots of detailed enamel washes there's lots of detailed um, chipping. I'm probably going to do hand chipping all, all of it. So we'll see how it goes. So I'm excited for that. Um, but I think same as Giles for boyfriends to, you know, up and coming, I need to get these assault Marines finished. Um, just a 15 man unit. So it's only another six guys. Cause it's another sergeant. That's not too bad. Um, that's just a week, isn't it? One a yes, night, Bosch. That's, a, that's one a night. Yeah. If, if I do one a night, Bosch and, That'll be me done. You know, I've 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 sent the um the bolt bolt angels off once to be photographed by someone didn't that wasn't the best. So someone else is going to take them. Those they pictures to take them today, were but, fucking terrible. Unfortunately, they were. Yeah, I don't know whether Craig listens to the to the to the podcast. I, I suspect he doesn't. <laughs> but, um, yeah, lo- Sorry, a local Craig. guy. Big love. Um, he's a great painter and a, and a and a good mate. But he was going through some. He yeah, he had an unfortunate week. He was going through some stuff and his lighting setup wasn't the best and didn't make my blood angels look great. So someone else is photographing them for me. But when I got them out to photograph them, as I said to you guys the other day, I was, I was a bit like, oh, I forgot how nice these are. And that's a nice mm. feeling, you know. Normally you take things out and you're like, oh god, I thought these were better than they were. Oh god, I'm almost embarrassed to put these on the table. Like I've done that with you know my Mechanicum. I did it with my knights. I did it 
um, with the ultramarines that are painted for Pete's event. Like, but the Blood Angels, every time I get them out, I'm like, oh, these are good. Yay. So <laughs> that's awesome. Um, so we've got boyfriends coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah, um, baby. I think it's like a month, a month from now. Um, who are you partnered up with, Ollie? Uh, sorry, Will. Is it Ollie? It's Ollie. So that's Dream Team. Giles, you're partnered up with Harry. Yes, sir. And I'm partnered up with Matt Burney, which means I'm on my own. I was going to say, that means means you're tagging in and out of mine and and Ollie's team. Three-man team, mate. No, I mean... I'm taking 3k. I spoke to I spoke to Matt the other day and Matt has booked a hotel, painted the army. So he's as in as he can possibly no, be. No, the but more the more he does to prepare for an event, the less likely he is to attend. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah, a Giles on this, it does seem to be that way. Yeah. 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 But then it's also, to say, but, Tom mm. does also have a habit yeah, of yeah. occasionally missing events. So I think we could do a whole sweepstake. I think we should get a little sweepstake going. Yeah. Well, now that, now that we're staying at Ollie's after bolt action, because we're playing after heresy during the day, yeah. bolt action in the evening, oh, and geez, then going back to Ollie's. Yeah. And then I think, I th- although, Will, I know we haven't discussed this properly, but I think if bolt action drags on and it becomes either rude to Ollie or Jem, then we just thank them for their service, give them reparations in the form of Coronas, and rather than bosh have them like hang around for us and put out for us, we just bosh it back to yours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see, we'll see how, but hopefully Ollie sticks around and he ends up loving bolt action. So I think, I think it's the type of game that Ollie would quite like as well. So yeah. 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 I, sh- I made him read the, I made him read the airstrike rules because I read them from the rule book and they're fucking awesome. And yeah. um, I got a one word response. So I thought, Oh, maybe he's not oh. as interested. I don't know. <laughs> Problem Maybe is busy. Maybe he's busy boshing yeah. coronas. Problem is, if Ollie gets into it, he's he's gonna do some sort of armor division. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. gonna do some sort of armor division, and they're gonna be the best fucking tanks you've ever seen in the fucking. The, world. the problem with Ollie is Ollie Ollie won't paint these dog shit models. No, no. Uh, Ollie will buy. Some, uh, Ollie will buy like a starter set. He'll he'll go on Warlords, buy a starter set for like forty quid or whatever the starter sets are. Yeah, yeah. For like a thousand point army. It'll arrive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, correct. He'll open it up and he'll be like, yeah, I'm just being the Germans. I'm just being the the worst cunts. And then he'll buy them. They'll turn up. He'll open it up and he'll be like, are you fucking joking? Yeah. I'm not having these. Look at these big head bobblehead geezers I've got on these little metal bait. Nah. Bun that. I'm out. So it's difficult because I think he'll like the game. He won't want want the models. But 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 he'd love to paint tanks. I think he'd love to paint tanks. But he he would, but he, like me, he really wants to be painting the one one thirty fifth scale Tamiya tanks, not the fucking you know Duplo but tanks, the bolt action. Fisher Price Harry, I can hear kids Harry ones frowning yeah. from where he is. Yeah. Shall we? Shall we talk about heresy? Considering right. that's what this podcast is about. Well, let's let's nah, let's first of all check where we are in the recording. And, and old world now. How no. many? How many minutes are we in, Giles, before we... We are 39 minutes in. That's pretty good. We've done pretty well. Have a little break now. Let's, yeah, Let's have pause a little break. for file size Come reasons. Insert and Correct. element games. 
advert we do. where you get all of our, your hobby products yeah. via our referral link and then link up for some heresy chat. We've done two of yeah, the yeah. four, six, eight, t- t- two of the 12 topics. So it's all, it's all downhill we... from here. It's all downhill. From... Are... I'm going to press pause right now. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Hi everyone, thanks for listening to the Merchant Princelings podcast. We'd just like to take this opportunity in the break of the episode to remind all of our wonderful listeners that we have an affiliate link with the wonderful Element Games. This is an affiliate link where you can click onto it, go onto the Element website, purchase your normal hobby supplies, models, paints, glues, cult of paint, airbrushes, primers, oil brushes, Tamiya paints, bolt action models, trading card games, Board games, whatever it is that you're looking everything. for. Everything. Literally everything. Air, air, airbrush nozzles, airbrush cleaner, airbrush thinner. Oh, yeah. Games Workshop. All of the above. White Dwarf. Whatever yeah. it is that you buy, yeah. you can normally find it on there. It's probably one of the better discount sites. It's probably the one that's got the best chance of getting stock of things that are limited edition, like you know the, the new Battle Group set or things like 40K Lion or whatever it is you're looking for. The Christmas box sets, you are most likely to find them on Element Games. If you want to find our affiliate link... If you head over to the Merchant Princelings Instagram page, you will be able to find a little link tree um, link there. I hate saying link too many times. That's why this thing is always the worst to talk about. Click into that and you'll see all of the little links that will take you to our various places, including our Discord and to Element. And then you just fulfill your order through there. And that gives us a little kickback, a little incentive to keep us talking about them. But that just pays for the audio equipment, ticket costs and things like that which help us create the best podcast we can for you guys help us keep that audio quality as crap as you're used to over the last 60 odd episodes and more hopefully hopefully we'll be playing this advert longer and longer and longer um yeah boys anything else to add to the wonderful listeners before we finish this what was supposed to be 30 seconds and is now two minute advert i can do it right now go oh Oh, is that it And we're back. back. Thanks for thanks for sticking with us. I'm sure that was only a. I'm sure actually the break that the listener had in the Element advert was longer than the break we had. It was. It was a little stop and, and start. You know, we've, you know, we, we've we've stopped, stood the defender up, and then we started going again, and we've left them in the dust. You know, we're checking the mirrors now. Can't, not to be seen. Long we've done gone. the spin. On, we've done the body check spin on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, exactly. Right. So now we're going to talk about beachhead so this is an event i could probably copy paste this from about 30 other of our episodes but this is an event that will attended that giles and i didn't so we've we've had some we've we've had some we've (laughs) we've had some internal discussions based on some feedback based on some internal talks as well so we're now going to do a new format onto these types of events because realistically we're all just talking about four games where he clearly won i don't know whether he did or not i'm sure he did but well we're cl- will clearly won with a bent list um it wasn't it's bent. fun to discuss the person is it, it of course it was you wrote it It was quite bent. so yeah, 20 dollars few reasons yeah 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 and which is about yeah, eight t- about 12 too many mm-hmm. 
20 of the best units. Using 20 Dark Furies is like saying, I'm really good at sex, like, because my dick is so good while wearing a 12-inch strap-on. Like, honestly. Did you, did you guys see the video of the... Uh, kids game of football that took place in h- half time of the Wolverhampton Wanderers versus Sheffield United game which was a, a game between right. some uh, some some young adults and children some of uh, of which all had some form of disability and one of the kids was clearly a few years older and significantly had less issues than the other children he was competing against and banged in about six goals Genuinely, in about two minutes, that—that <laughs> that is Will with his twenty Dark Fury list, yeah. and the yeah. other disadvantaged yeah. young children and kids so that were unfortunate enough to have, say, in some cases, what look to be fairly severe disabilities, and they've got one kid that's basically fine, which is Will. He's just a bit autistic. He's just like dyslexic Will, or something. Banging in, yeah, goals, yeah. and that, yeah. The poor kids, man. The poor kids. Anyway, go on, Will. Anyway, so so basically, so we don't have to have this discussion where Will just says, I tabled this person. Will doesn't do that, to be fair, and the listeners will know this, but Will doesn't do that. Will always talks about the highlights of the game, what was was great from their list, what worked well, fun interactions, fun challenges, unique rules discussions that come up. So we're going to carry that theme on. Me and Giles are going to try and quiz him a little bit more. But rather than spend 10 minutes a game and go through each dice roll, we're just going to give you an overall of you know how it went, what were the good things, what were the bad things, um, what was good sportsman, you know, highlights, basically. And then we'll talk more about the event as an event. And then when we come to talk about events that Giles and I attended, we can go through the games in a bit more detail because there might actually be some useful battlefield data for us to harvest in there. Um and then we can still talk about the event in general as well. Obviously, Beachhead was a huge event. It's not just um, 30k. There was 40k, Bolt Action, other games there is, and stuff as well. Big painting competition, which we want to talk about a little bit as well, because we're proud of the boys. So, Will, why don't you start us off with, with um, what the event was? What you know, We know it was run by um, Neil and Reese. So yeah. why don't you get started? Me and Giles will kick in with some questions. But let's try and keep this to a 25-minute time limit. See if we yeah. can do that. You'll be, you'll be happy to know I just stabbed myself quite badly with a what? hobby blade. So. Oh, shit. Yeah. Do, oh, do, you need, do, do we need a medical break? you need a break? few minutes? Yeah, it's fine. Iron, iron hands, mate, innit? You've got super blue. Yeah. No, you're raven guys. You're going to cry about it. What, because uh, they're bitches? Yeah. Yeah, so pretty much. Uh, yeah. So this was... This has kind of been a running camp, running series of events that Neil and Reese have run. And this one is called Runestorm. So this was on the back of the last event they ran, the last singles event they run, where, surprise, the traitors won. Um, and in hey. that, they successfully brought forth the warp and have gained a foothold in this system, and they are systematically taking control of it. So this one is very much geared around... To, narratively geared around demons and traitors almost having the upper hand, which I think is absolutely brilliant. So there were four missions, the standard format for 30k at the moment, which is tickety-boo, if you ask me. The thought of playing five games now, like I did at Malmo, starting at nine and finishing at half seven, I'm out. 
I just don't care for it anymore. Yeah, bun that. Entirely bun that. <laughs> hard, hard day. So this was lovely pace day. It, it, it was at Beachhead. And this is the third or fourth mm. Beachhead that's been run. Um, and it's in this... It's in yeah, the, the, the first one was like in COVID, right? Or just the year after COVID or something, right? It was just... It was, ju- it was actually just after second edition was released. Because um, it was the first... Oh, okay. It was the first event of second edition. And there were only like eight or nine of us because loads of people dropped out because they. Oh, uh, yes. Didn't, yeah. Didn't Pete Dunn went, right? Pete Dunn went to this yeah, first yeah, one. Like me, Pete, Gibbo, uh, Sean from Reforge. Yeah, like, I, I think there were 10 or 11 of us, including Neil and Reese. It was really intimate. It was really nice. But it's in the, in the BIC, the Bournemouth International Centre, on the beachfront, mm. in this mega kind of. It, it's like a proper. Um, I don't know how to just, uh, look, like event hall. Do you know what I mean? And you got the it, big, it's like a conference center, isn't it? It's like a huge perfect. thing. Yeah, yeah. And you got like a big sports hall, which where the the main games are played. So it's probably about a thousand people in there across like all the game formats: 4K, wow. Age of Sigma, massive, massive yeah, yeah. tight. So even people. though. Even though Titanicus is like pseudo dead now, it was amazing to see that there were like fifty mm. odd people playing it, which was sick as and those people oh, dressed up as like awesome. princeps. Yeah, it was really cool. There was a mother, father, and a son all dressed up as princeps, but it was sick. It was it was awesome. Oh, oh, really? God, Harry was so there. Awesome. That's cool. Yeah, that's Ashley was shit. there playing bolt action. They were it, so it, they were playing really bolt good. action, right? Yeah, it was like yeah. me, Ollie, Andy, Kirk, Josh, Fuller. You know what I mean. A good crew, as well as yeah. the usual. The, the um, best ones. The best ones. The, 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 the heroes. And then they've also got like a huge exhibition hall as well. So quite a lot of local traders come down and sell their wares. And they've got a big historical kind of setup in there as well. So you've got uh, Napoleonic and all that stuff as well. So it's, it's, it's really nice that you can play, play a game, get a bit of grub, can go out and come back in, so you can take a lovely ro- romantic walk on the beachfront, hmm. see a fight like Pete and I did, which was awesome. Do you know what I mean? Get some fish and chips, and actually have fish and chips, not chicken sandwiches. Have fish and chips, and then come back in, do a bit of shopping, go to the thrift shop. Ash, back to your second game. So, yes, yeah, really, really good. I would, and what what what's been really cool to see? I think this is the third or fourth one they've had. I've been to all of them. Since second edition came out, and every year it's got better. It, it like the actual event itself has got better and better, which is absolutely insane. Oh, um, amazing! And every single game system seems to have got bigger each time, but they've all scaled in a corner yeah, as yeah. well. They haven't just sold out; they've actually done a really good job. But we go from twenty, uh, ten players to twenty to thirty to fifty. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely brilliant. So, usual format: four games, thirty-two fifty named characters. Uh, one per person so um, I managed to it's a lovely guy dropped out a few weeks before so I managed to swipe up Corax oh. give him give him a run out um, oh. and get some battlefield data yes um, so the first mission was really cool so this was this was like setting up the like teleport homers do you know what I mean like lighting the beacons okay and you had like a central objective a classic first four. mission of a 30k classic. event perfect yeah yeah Central objective, and then you've got four subsequent objectives that each person places, and 
to score the middle one, you have to control one of the four relay objectives. Um, and if you hold, and then you get like D three victory points. Um, if you if you hold two, you just get automatically three victory points. So it's, it's a really cool mission because Ooh. it's it's progressive scoring. So at the end of each player turn, which sorry, we love, yeah, yeah, exactly. At, at the at the end of each player turn, you score points, and if the opposition yeah. is on the central objective you know where they you know where you need to go so it's quite it's quite sw- correct sw- like yeah yeah swingy back and forth g- g- great great nice simple mission to start the weekend do you know what i mean lovely perfect i played adam west which was absolutely lovely he gets a lot of rap yeah he's a piece rap, of shit rap. Yeah, yeah he yeah, is an absolute piece of, piece of trash yeah. but he was yeah. also a yeah yeah play. yeah but had a marvelous He's a lovely him. Bloke. A, genuinely lovely bloke. Yeah, yeah. And he just loves the hobby as well. Just absolutely loves it. So that was a really fun first mission. I think the loyalists did quite well in this, which was quite cool. The second mission was the demons are, are like the rune storm is broken and they are coming. Like they are coming. Um, and this one's a bit more. <laughs> this one was slightly. What was cool about these, which is what I really liked, is that the missions after the first mission, they were kind of skewed in some way towards either of the factions. So the first mission was pretty balanced. Do you know what I mean? It was probably a 50-50 balanced sort of mission. The subsequent ones were definitely not like a 50-50 balance, which I think, as a narrative event, is absolutely brilliant um, because it tells a story. Do you know what I mean? Um, so this one was uh, you play the weird triangle deployment, which is the yeah, really yeah. hard one to play. Weird. That's really hard. That's actually like, yeah. I feel I feel like actually it's actually a weird army. It's a weird deployment zone for most things, like solar tank armies, demons, like weird like, deployment to try and squeeze everything in. Which, which weird triangle is, is this? Long ways weird triangles where you're miles away from each other, or the yeah. Yeah, long edge with yeah. triangles where you're actually fairly close and you've got semi long deployment. No, no, it's it's the hammer and anvil narrow triangles. edge triangles. Yeah, so, yeah. so that your board edge is the short yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. So it, it looks bit, like the Dad's Army graphic. Who do you think when the arrows are fighting each other at the beginning of Dad's Army? Yeah, it's like that. It looks like that. Yeah, yeah, That's a very good reference, Tom. I like that a lot. Yeah. So oh, this mission that. is um, loyalists. Their objective is to get scoring units into, into, into the enemy deployment zone and no man's land. Get one point for being in no man's land, two for the enemy deployment zone. And the traces objectives is to stop that. It's pretty cool. As well as yep. uh, score two objectives. So they get to place two objectives. One has to be in no man's land. One has to be in the enemy deployment zone. Um, this one's quite cool because you, as a loyalist, you have to push out, but you're pushing out towards the enemy. So you're kind of putting yourself at risk by pushing out um, and trying to get like ball control and stuff like that. But then the traitors need to push you back as well as like jumping on the uh, objectives as well. I played Fuller in this game. This was a lovely second game to play. Um, we had a lovely game. He had his demons, which is really cool to play demons as well. Um, we didn't get to play when we went down to Ollie's the other week, so it was really really cool. And it was it was it was lovely. I always like playing Matt. It's, it's always very fun. It was 
tough game, but it told a really cool story. So then third mission on the Sunday, uh, first game. This was the mission that I think some people may have not liked, but I thought was absolutely sensational. Oh, okay. So what this was... Why this didn't was they like quarters, it? Because it's very hard for the loyalists. It's probably 70-30, 80-20 in favour of the traitors. So this, so this is why you wanted to talk about Tooth and Claw, because it was the this same is, comment we got... Yeah. At the right. end of Tooth and Claw. Yeah, so this right. mission was very hard for the Loyalists. Yeah, it was probably an 80, 20, 70, 30 bias towards them. But that doesn't mean that it's not achievable. It just means it's a bit trickier. And I personally quite enjoyed that, playing like playing it on like pseudo hard mode, you know what I mean? Um, and what, what it was, was there is a central objective... Which is like a, it's like, uh, it's like a large blast, and it's essentially a demonic rift. And what okay. the traitors have to do, all all the traitors have to do, is just kill the loyalists. Um, so it's quite simple, it's easy. Just, just, it's just kill points. But for the loyalists, their sole mission is to close this warp rift. Um, and the way that you close it is it's got essentially three wounds and you need to get base to base with a line unit. At the end of your game player turn, you roll 2d6 and you have to get exactly seven on 2d6. And every time Ooh. you do that, it drops the wounds by one and it's got three wounds. So you have to get in base to base on the objective while the enemy are just coming towards you and trying to kill you. And then you've got to roll exactly seven on two d six, so that's still the most clearly... likely dice result, right? By a long margin, yeah, yes. significantly the most likely. It is, but it's also yeah. pretty tricky to roll um, because you've got the traitors coming at you. You've got to kill stuff as well as be defensive enough. Do you know what I mean? Um, and the way that Neil was talking to us about this was, you need to get on the objective quick close the rift, and then run away and hide to try and deny the enemy kill points, essentially. Um, and this game was sensational. I played Neil Weber, who's one of the Weber bros, uh, a good friend, um, and, a f- and a fan and a listener of the pod. Um, and oh, it was really, really yeah. fun. It was really, really hard. Um, the Raven Guards, in this instance, had a, well, this was quite good for them because they've got Infiltrate, so you can kind of get on the objective a bit quicker than you usually would be able to. Um, but it was a great game. I had a lot of fun. We chatted a lot. We had a good time. It, it was awesome. And it was quite hard. I think, I think only two or three people won this mission out of the Loyalists out of like 20 tables. But it told a story of the wow. demons getting, getting um, a foothold on the planet and, you know what I mean, doing, doing the Lord's work. Um, so it was really good. And then the yeah, last yeah. mission was a bit simpler, but I think it was still a bit skewed in the trailers because the mission was cut. The event in general was a bit skewed in favour of the traitors, which I thought was great. I thought it was awesome. They won the last one. So reward them for kind of going against the odds and make make it a bit better for them. Tell a story. Other than the loyalists always winning every event and you know what I mean? 
bailing at the last hurdle when yeah Boris that does happen right that does happen terrible. yeah <laughs> yeah so the last mission was um loyalists the way that they scored points was they had to uh get in the enemy's deployment zone and kill units okay pretty pretty interesting and the traitors had to so you couldn't shoot them no, no, you had to get in combat and kill him in combat, which is pretty okay. tricky. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the traitor's objective was just get their line units in the enemy in the loyalist deployment zone. So what was cool about this was you kind of just met in the middle um, and the yeah. loyalists have to try and push them back into their deployment zone so they can try and score some points. But the traitors just want to push through and get in, into the loyalist deployment zone. Um, I played Barney, lovely, lovely Barney, and his Imperial Knights. This was the first time I have ever played Imperial oh, Knights. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes, so in this is something picture. you said in the group chat about playing, because you, you just never see them, because they were so lambasted, is that the word? Is that a word, babe? Um, yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. In terms of negativity, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't use them. They were so harsh, you couldn't uh, use them, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. And it was... It's a shame because they're to me they're iconic of 30k more so than 40k because in yeah. 30k they should all exist in their houses whereas 30k you'd see them more as free blades. So that's awesome to even see them. How 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 did the obviously you tell us how the game went in a second, but how did the group of players react to someone bringing a night house? It was generally speaking, I think everyone bought like really kind of nice and friendly lists. I don't think there was... There was Apart one person, from you, Will. No, no, no. There was one person, <laughs> who shall be named, who bought an armoured Death Guard tank company with five dreadnoughts. But we, we, we won't talk about it. That was probably the one list that everyone was like... Was that Adam my. West? Nah, that was, a, that was Peking. <laughs> Peking Duck. Oh, oh fucking Peking oh, Duck. Peking Duck, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The funny thing was, I think that's the last out of these models. I think that's kind of all he had at the time because he was uh, unfortunately had to sell some of them. Um, But that was a pretty insane list. But this was a really cool mission as well because Barney, who's a lovely person to play as well, um, he I think he had eight or nine armagers because I didn't even realise you have to have every big night you've got to have like an armager or two i think it is you can have two two yeah. armagers for the oh, for, yeah, for, yeah for every yeah, lord yeah. of war yeah so he's got three big knights and like eight or nine armagers but all the armagers are lined but what he did turn one was he just he just stepped out of his <laughs> stepped out of his deployment zone and i was like oh no <laughs> he's like i'm coming i'm like please turn around go back <laughs> and he's like all right <laughs> two sets forward none back bro and i was like okay this will be interesting and then I kind of like sat down, read the rules for Korax, and he can't hurt Imperial Knights, which is pretty funny. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he is only strength six. He's got Murder Strike 4+, plus, but he can't kill Knights, which is really, really cool. So I had to, I had to rely on Dark Fury trying to rend big Knights to death, which, spoiler, doesn't really work. So... Many Dark Furies died in that game. Yeah, yeah. And then every time I killed like an armager, it it would blow up and kill like more of my stuff. It was a fucking sick game. It was really, really good. Um, Oh, that is awesome. That is exactly how it should be as well. Exactly, yeah. I I think it just ended up 
like as the Dark Furies and Korax blew Armagers up, like I don't, I don't, even, I don't even think they killed all the Armagers. There were so many of them just scuttling around, just causing, causing uh, trouble. It just ended up with Korax jumping on the Armagers, trying to save his, save his men, which was uh, quite funny. But it was great. It was, it was, it was really fun. I really don't think um, knights have, like, I think they're. I know some people say they're trash now. I really don't think they are. Maybe it's just because Barney's a, like a good player and he knows how to play them. Mm. But I, yeah. thought, I, I, I thought they were a really tough army to face. I thought they but were I genuinely it's, it's, quite, quite hard. Right. I think they've got more play in them than than people give them credit for. You know, probably more play in them than even things like Militia and Solar, which people have sort of written off. Um, yeah, you know, knights. Yeah. Maybe they've got a lot more play. They're, they're just not the, you know, in one. And it is only in early 1.0 when people are like, no, nope, they're unkillable unless you tailor your army to them. You can't, you can't defeat them. Blah blah yeah, blah. So no yeah, one took yeah. them, and then it just became the culture of 1.0 to not bring night houses. Yeah. Um, yeah. Same. Same as there seems like to be a culture to not bring Skatari yeah. and stuff. You know. Yeah, it was more well, the look- fear that that one person would ruin the the event. But you know, you've only got to look at me going to. Warhammer camp, whatever it was called. What was it called? Edge of Empires? It was Edge of Empires. Yeah, something like that. It's the what one where we all, we all stayed there. Yeah, the one, where, we, the one where I met Will. Company of Legends, yeah. Was, yeah and I had, yeah. I, had a night, I had a night house allied to Mech and I was on the danger list. And then by the end of the day one, they took me off it because I was so fucking inept. So... Yeah, yeah, I think I think knights are fine. Well. Fi- knights are fine. This edition, like the plastic ones, are fucking terrible. If we, I mean, the plastic bit Lord of War knights, the Armagers obviously serve a purpose quite well. Less so now that they have been FAQ to be affected by all the things that they they probably should have been originally. I would say that's just taken them from bent to just good. But like the fact that none of them have brutal on their weapons, etc., is quite frankly ridiculous. But the um, yeah, I say I say was, the resin, but now yeah. some of them are plastic, aren't they? But the Serastus knights are so much better. All of them, mm. I think, are usable. The castigate, the lance is good. I think the castigate is great. Um, and then obviously, if you've got a, an Acastus chassis, um, that's probably going to do some oh. fucking work. The poor fire one's ridiculous still. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you can I make. Think- make a good but still interactive list unless your opponent only has Corax and then you can just stomp him. <laughs> yeah, you can just say, get get fucked, you raven bird. Eat and like that, little claw boy. Corax, Corax is like, oh, I've got hit and run, I can run away. And Barney's like, you can run away anyway. You can't be locked in combat with knights. And I was like, what? So it was really interesting to just to just learn how to play like against an army that you don't usually get to play. And it was really engaging. I remember previously in in um, first edition, when you played knights, it was either you smash them or they smash you. There was never like any game to it, yeah, really, generally correct. speaking. Correct. But this, correct, like, yeah. like actually felt like it was a proper game, and the pair of us were like on the up in some times, and we were on the down in other times. It was really, really good, and I think every night, I know, like people will say, oh, the fucking trash. I think every night has its place. Like even the um. The one with the like laser cutter that everyone's like, oh, it's blah blah. blah. Um, yeah, oh, what's yeah. What's it called? Uh, the Atropos. The Atropos. Yeah. yeah. I, it, like even that. Which just, was the best one at one point? Yeah. Well, which was the one that was the the biggest aids of them all because it had the 
impassable terrain gun. So you could like shoot a unit and then the unit couldn't move because it was on impassable terrain. Um, even that now I think is probably okay. I think it's pretty good. It's got a savage, it's got a large blast strength for AP2. Um, and yeah, it can stop, yeah. which is savage. Atropos is as well. I think, did they FAQ the rule, the cumbersome rule? Because there's various not, people but... that seem to have different interpretations of how that works. Some say it's oh, you just make one attack at weapon skill one, whereas others say you just make one attack total and it's oh, at weapon okay. skill one. So I don't yeah. know if that was this may I might be at because I, because I I don't have my Atropos anymore. It was it was sold. I haven't kept super up to date on the FAQs. It's not committed to memory. So this might have changed, but. Yeah, I mean, I would never, to my if my opponent said, I'm going to make my attacks, these are the ones at weapon skill whatever, and these are the ones at weapon skill one, I'd never say, mm, actually, you only get one, because it's just a bit, it's a bit silly, but, yeah. You if spent all this time mm. painting and building this Bally. awesome gear. Like, do what you want to do, I don't mind, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, really, really fun. Um, overall, and I think the trait is one in the end, which was really cool, I think maybe the swingy missions maybe counted towards them winning a bit more um which is which i'm absolutely fine with because i came away from it having played four awesome games against four awesome gentlemen who i'd all consider friends now it told a story it got me really hyped to to like play heresy because i was a bit bummed out after well as you guys know and stuff um and it kind of just solidified kind of what i want to play at events i don't I'm not really super hyped about playing tournaments and stuff. I want to play narrative events where the missions are skewed and it's kind of hard for like hard for you in one game, but slightly easier for you in another game. It can become quite challenging. It was it was a sensational event, and as ever, I think Neil and Reese um, really have upped their game, and they are putting on absolutely sensational events. And if 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 anyone gets the opportunity to go to um, one of their events, I would. I'd thoroughly recommend it. They've definitely really, cemented really themselves it. as as primo event organisers now because they're consistent. Um, they're improving. Their terrain gets better. Their presentation gets better. They're working out how to work amongst themselves better. They're working out how to hype the events better. They're working out how to write packs, get them out properly, organised. The missions are play-tested. The missions are run past a few people before they get posted. It's just a better process all the way through, and it gets better every event Smooth they run. Smooth operator. Literally. Oh, Literally. Smooth yeah. operator. Right, so that was awesome. So, Will, how would you rate the event out of... Give it a fat out of 10 score, because we're two minutes 5. over my deadline. 8.5. Where would they improve? Um, that's an always tricky one. Um... Mm. Realistically, they I need can't to hear think it. Of any well, improvement? They need to hear it. Um, but the, but well, there will it would be, be a ten. Will yeah, because there always are improvements, aren't there? So I need to find a flaw. Mm. Mm. Um, I don't know. Can you come back to me on that, and I'll think one up. Okay, think think on the constructive feedback thing, because I think that's the most important thing. Because you know, it's nice to say, yeah, we're your mates, and we really liked your event. But actually, it's it's kind of key for us. You know, I can, this is something Rob, as Rob Medwell's listening to this, he's like, yes, Tom, yes, yes, hold them accountable, yes, constructive feedback. And uh, he's right, you know, it's, that's, the, that's, that's what we set ourselves up to do, is to give event on, feedback yeah, on events. I'm, so I'm trying to think of something um, that could be improved. We, we um, 
Do you think that mission three that was contentious in terms of balance, let's move on to that as a topic, right? That's a segue. So we, we ran tooth and claw knowing that mission four was skewed. It didn't matter which side it was going to be skewed towards because that, that, that was decided by the players of winning or losing games throughout the weekend. Yeah. But that last mission was skewed. Now, if you take out the element of the people who read it wrong, and they take out the element of people who just didn't play it, which is fine. And yeah, yeah, and like leave in the people who did like play it you're properly. paying for a service. You can do what you want of it. Yeah, yeah. Correct, correct. So if when you're left with the people who played it properly, um, I recall through my bias, rose into glasses. There were a lot more close games than maybe we remember it being, and the feedback was given afterwards. You know, because we, yeah. we did get quite a lot of feedback about that mission. Yeah, um, but with any yeah. gentle probing into it, it was always a case of, mm, actually, I think you might have played it wrong. And that's that's our fault because we didn't explain it properly. It's not their fault. Yeah. So in this third mission, with it being skewed towards one way or the other, do you think that would have, do you think that sort of, that should stay and all the missions should be balanced? Or do you think narratively they took a chance? I think narratively they did the cor- the complete right thing. I think... If you're trying to tell a story at an event um, and it's not a tournament and it is a narrative event, if that means missions are favoured in one in one faction's way, I think it's brilliant. I think it's really, really good. Um, for me, I had a lot of fun. I had a lot more fun than I have at other events where the missions weren't skewed in that sense. Um, and what, I know when, when we playtested that mission at, uh, for Tooth & Claw... I think pretty unanimously the three of us were like, yeah, this is fucking awesome. Do you know what I mean? Like, Some will find this easier than others, but we all enjoyed it being like that. And I think it's a really important thing to do at events. Um, like, it's really easy for you to just print off all, all missions from Chthonia and the Black Book or whatever it is, or do you know what I mean? Um, but to actually do something a bit different, to force players out of their comfort zone, um, I think it takes a lot of balls and I think it's really, really cool and really, really fun. And I thoroughly recommend people trying it. Like it might even be worth saying, go into the, um, uh, the exemplary battle, like PDFs, the like free ones. Cause I'm sure mm. some of those missions as well won't be balanced. They will be skewed well they're not meant to be balanced are they they're meant to be exactly yeah they're meant to be narrative them like that was always the thing about necromunda campaigns lord of the rings campaigns they're not meant to be narrative they're not meant to be balanced even and even the old black book legendary missions that i love they're not meant to be balanced because they're meant to just denote what happened you know it's there's no way you can read the black sorry read the black library novels on istvan 3 or istvan 5 and say those were balanced battlefields because they inherently weren't because the war master planned them to not be balanced they were butt fucks both of them that was part of his when you play through the legendary missions yeah yeah, that was the point of it yeah they were stacked so heavily that there was a lot almost like a like a non-event and that's when you play through those black book missions, legendary missions of that and Kalth, you can't you can't say there's balance because they're not meant to be balanced because you're supposed to lose them. And it's fun yeah, yeah. if you don't lose them. You know, so 
this is the danger of playing to a narrative thing is some people would turn up and rightfully want a chance to win all the games, but rightfully want to feel like they want an even keel, like they're playing chess, but you're not because there's player skill, there's army lists, there's terrain. This might be soft Swiss. It might just be grudges. It might be completely random. There's lots of factors that go into it that make the game not balanced already. Then if you come across a tough mission, you know, what there was a table in Tooth and Claw where they read the mission and they basically decided they couldn't play it. And when I went over and asked them, I said, why, can't, why don't you think you're going to be able to do it? It was in the other hall, in the smaller one, right in the middle. Yeah. And um, I said, why don't you think you're going to be able to play it? And they said, oh, well, we could just put the objectives here and then they'll never be able to score it. And I said, well, why don't you try not doing, the, not doing that? Why don't you try equally spacing the objectives out or making the objectives more fair? Well, why would we do that? So you yeah. have a game. No, I don't want to yeah. do that. Well, then that's up to you then. Just play Dawn of War and kill points and end the, end the weekend on high. Like, I don't care. Like, you do yeah, you, yeah. man. I'm, it doesn't, doesn't make a difference to me. But, I, you know, going back to Cortus, you know, Cortus's missions were not balanced. Yeah, so, anyway. like, yeah, so that like was the prime point. example. Yeah, yeah. Prime example, the last mission was impossible for the, for the loyalists to win. Um, which... I think at the time, I think Pete took a big gamble on, um, and I think it paid off hugely because whenever I hear people talk about that event, especially, they always talk about, oh, the last mission where it's just tower defense against the traitors as they get further and further up the board and they keep, keep on coming. And yeah, we lost, but I killed a hundred world years in the process and it was fucking sick. Like... I think that's great. I think that's a really, really cool thing to do. I'd, I'd love to play that mission again or get hold of it off like Pete or Ben or whoever. Um, but event missions like this and, and it's also like, is what you were saying about that table saying, well, if we just deploy them like this, then it isn't a game. Well, don't deploy it like that and make it a game. Don't just play your own game. Like, Adapt it so that you can try something new rather than just playing kill points on the last game and m- make it so that either side could win it. Like you, you don't have to just not play it because you, because if you, because no. if you play it one way, then it's pointless to play, change it up, shake it up, right. try something new. Like, and it's, it, it is difficult. And I've, I think that, that, that will come down to each individual person and each individual sure. game of uh, that yeah. you play and even circles of friends, you know, because if we're all, if we're all honest with each other, you know, there are, there are games that I throw because not throw, that's really a dumb word to use, but there are games that I disengage with yeah. because I don't think I can win. And then the guy just wins twice as hard because I didn't even try. And I know that I've yeah. done that in the past. And then there are games where, you try really hard to win the the game with you know you and Nathan in your house for example where we're just like there's no point even playing this yeah you know, well, and that, that's because the pair of us know exactly how to push each other's buttons and yeah 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 that that was just the worst yeah but um, that was just horrible yeah. but that, I'm you know, really upset that, that happens in every... yeah. oh, I mean me too yeah, yeah. um <laughs> but that you know it happens in almost every single game you know like we were playing Necromunda the other day. And there was a stray shot early on in the game and it was pretty game changing. And 
someone was said, well, I might just voluntarily bottle at this point because I don't think I'm going to be able to win the game and I'll save myself some injuries. And that's a valid tactic in Necromunda. Yeah, yeah, but then yeah, you do feel like you're game, taking really, away yeah. someone's... Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's literally part of the game. But when you only get to play yeah. once a week and it, you carve out time, you know, three busy dads who carve out time to play a game and then you're like, sorry, the game's over in 10 minutes. You just feel like, well, no, I'll carry yeah. on. So it's different. there's always different circumstances as to how games go at the table. So it is difficult to balance these things. I, you know, when, for example, for Barbarous, the missions will not all be balanced. They just can't be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They can't be. But, you know, I, I don't think that anyone coming to Barbarous is expecting, you know, there's no prizes for winning. You know, no one yeah, cares yeah. who wins or loses. I'm not rewarding you for winning. The narrative, you know, embracing your narrative. So if you do win all your games, the narrative is you won all your four games and you're a good general. Very good. That's your narrative. I'm, I'm happy yeah. about that. But if you lose all four games and you're, you know, you're a terrible commander of the, of the Dark Angels, that's also very funny. And I'm proud of you for that as well. You know, yeah, it, 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 but there's enough of, you know, it's the old cliche, right? There's enough events out there to do whatever the flip you want. Yeah. Do we think Giles has gone to sleep? Oh, I'm still here. I'm still here. Oh, don't here he is. That, friends. Don't you worry about that. He's thinking about <clears> the Chinese just, last night. I'm in some of the days from the Chinese still. Um, I just thought it was a good yeah, chat. I didn't have a, too a, much to add. And I thought I'd, I'd let you crack on. Beige coma. Well, Jod, why don't be. you why don't you crack on and talk about an unbiased stand bystanders opinion on Dark Furies? I've only played them from memory once. And that was against Will, so it does somewhat bias the opinion. Um I think there is a world where you probably just hose them down before they get anywhere, but yeah, yeah. The fact that they've got three sergeants with two plus saves. Do they come with the two plus saves? Uh, what's or do you have to pay for that? Sergeants come with them, which is insane. They just come with it. It's what's a three the narrative it's... behind having three sergeants. I don't really know, truthfully. So, good God, good God. yeah, I know someone was saying this the other man. day that. The, the reason they put multiple sergeants in is more a product design justification than it is an actual law because oh okay so that when you buy the models they only come with so many sergeants they come with well, the sergeants so you might yeah buy. yeah and the sergeants have completely different weapons to the other guys right. so it's okay, so it's quite okay. well I, I respect that at least right i respect yeah, yeah, that at yeah, least yeah. that you don't have to buy uh, if you want to take 20, you don't have to actually buy five kits to get all of Correct. your Marines. Yeah, yeah. Which actually... Okay. Cool. The Red but- the red Butchers do that. I don't know, actually. Maybe they come with five power I'm trying to think. And, the, and the option to give like the Power Fist or the Chain Fist to the Devourer. But mm. Dark Furies come with sure. four Lightning Claws and one pair of Ravens Talons. Um... Which are the like? Are the like? Um, See, so so now that ones, now that you've said that, ones, now that you said that, I just don't think. Actually, I'll go back on it. I don't think that's a good enough reason because I think if you had Maybe, four yeah. guys, if you took like suzerain and you had four guys that have axes, and then one guy only comes with a thunderhammer, then you would have to have in additional thunderhammers because you've got to make them pay for it. Doesn't need to right. be a sergeant; just needs to be a thunderhammer. 
So yeah. then with Raven, with Dark Ra- Dark Furies, if they're buying sergeants for Raven's Talons, a Raven's Talon and a Lightning Claw from three feet away don't make a blind bit of difference. You can tell the, you can tell them apart. And I don't know why he needs to be a sergeant. I'm going, I'm all over the place on this now. I've gone back on myself. Um, yeah, it's very strange. Okay. So, so I've just read the like law in the like unit entry and the choosers of the slain, which are the sergeants, they are um they are essentially the champions of the Dark Furies. So right. the Dark Furies as as a company, I, I suppose you would say. Within them, they probably have martial prowess. So whoever's of the best becomes a choose of the slain. And they are slightly better fighters, and as a result, they are given better war gear. So they have two plus saves rather than just a three plus, and their weapon skill five. And Who, who's deciding who's good enough? Why don't we just raise the standards so rather than accepting the top 20%, we're only accepting the top 18%, and we're just Maybe, yeah. one of them off. Yeah, but this is one of the things that I think is in, this is what I think is in, is inherently flawed in this unit, which makes them so insanely good, because no other units. Well, uh, sorry, other units have it, but that's because other units have, have a whole unit of characters. So like Phoenix Terminators, I think, and Suzerain, Synobium. Um, so oh, Synobiums are as well. Yeah, boy. Damn! Didn't realise that. Damn, Daniel. Yeah. And one's weapon score six as well, which is mental. Yeah, um, But I've played ten games with Dark Furies now, and mm. they they just do everything very well. And I've come to the conclusion that there are other units in the game. Suzerain are a prime example. Suzerain are really like hard to kill. And they're really killy, but they're slow. In Exterminators, they're really defensive, but they're very vulnerable to shooting, and they haven't got much output. Um, uh, what's it called again? Um, uh, Sonobiums, they're really killy if you can roll fives and sixes. They're probably the best Terminators in the game if, if yeah. you can roll fives and sixes. And don't, don't have mad. If you roll badly on a hit or a wound roll, they don't have enough attacks to get around that. Yeah, yeah, and Dark Furies, they have four attacks base, which is fucking insane for just a basic weapon skill four guy. They've also got two wounds, which is mental. Um, they've got shred on their attacks with rending five plus, so you get like two bites at the apple to, to mm. rend, and, and they're insanely fast. They come with Deep Strike if you want to play that. You get three sergeant. Well, you can buy three sergeants. You obviously don't have to, but you can. So you can spread wounds around in in that way. Um, and they're cheap. They're 305 points for 10 of them with, th- with three sergeants. And then with a chaplain, they are insane with a chaplain. Absolutely insane. But even without a chaplain, I, I, I was using one squad with a herald. And what this unit did better than I found a lot of other of the other combat units around it was that they can they can get onto enemy units really easily because they're so fast. Like they're 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 plus three to charge because they're movement fourteen. Um, if they if they roll their ankles in terrain, the jump pack gives them a four up invul, so they get a fifty percent chance of ignoring that. 
They're bulky three, so if you come up against Night Lords, you have to take 16 Raptors to outnumber 10 Dark Furies, which you can't do. So I just, the more I've played them, the more I just think they are, they are absolutely an, an insane unit. And having come from playing the Iron Hands, where you don't really have, and like, you don't really have an exceptional combat unit. You, you have good combat units, but they're but they're all slow as well, and you need to find a delivery mm. system to get them there. Whether it's a, a, a war manga or you just walk them or you put them in a tank or whatever it is, the Dark Furies can just do whatever they need, however they want. They're just they are crazy. Um, I've played them. I've they're played ju- against they're them just a few times. Sorry, Tom. They're, ju- they're just too sorry, mate. They're just. Um... Unfortunately, I think there's like a second lag between my laptop and you. So whenever I talk, it's um, I've started at a time when it comes across as rude. I'm not trying to be rude. Um, but yeah, they 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 come across as just having too many good rules yeah, with yeah, no yeah. discernible drawback for That's no reason. Yeah, yeah. And and I... and with all the will in the world, you know, I know it doesn't need saying, but like. If you think they're re- like Dawnbreakers, right? I think Dawnbreakers are one of the best units in the game. They're probably just underneath um, Dark Furies, especially in Dev Revelations and put some characters in there and all the rest of it. I will take five. And if I feel like painting more of them, I will take 10. But I'm never going to run 20 because 20 was just not fun for me. Yeah, yeah, now you've yeah. played a load of games with 20 Dark Furies, but I would imagine, I mean, I know you're not having the be- most fun with the Raven Guard anyway, but I think if you carried on for a while, I think that 20 would, that's the reason why you'll get bored. Well, I think I'm because bored of Dark so Furies good. already. Because I don't think there's, right, I yeah. don't think there's like an inherent challenge to use them. Um, no, well, there's so, no challenge to use them at all. Yeah, no. but, because the ex- the ex- extent of the challenge is, can you re-roll? Can you roll fives? Do you know what I mean? And the fact that mm. you get a re-roll to roll fives is just, I just yeah, like yeah, that's the silly thing, right? Now I've played ten games with them. I'm very happy to um to to not run them again. I feel like I've got my battlefield data. Um, and now I want to try something else. Now I'm going to try Deliverers and and see what they're yeah. like. Um, and we cause... and we know Deliverers are bent, but it's just how bent. How do they work? Yeah. How do you use them? Those sorts of things, right? But I think the thing about Deliverers is you can you can run away from Deliverers. Like you're like, oh, they've 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 landed over there. Cool. I can I can get away from them because they're because they're heavy and they're in Cataphracty. Dark Furies, you cannot hide from. You you can go behind terrain and they jump over. You can uh, you can run away and they just run seven to eighteen inches. They're, they're fucking mental. Yeah. Sorry, it will are they better than a full strength unit of Myrmidon Secutors with double plasma fusils and mal- whichever of the high techno arcana gives them preferred enemy characters. Um, but that's like an 800 point unit, yeah? It is. I could get is. like nearly 30 Dark Furies for that. And Unless you. I'd, yeah, I guess it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because if you hit and I'd put my one unit on of the Dark Furies, Furies at a time. time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if the Dark Furies hit that unit at once, yeah, lights out. But if they get it's to Overwatch each unit, 
Then yeah, also, like, if you get a, if you get a turn of shooting in, you'll kill a unit of dark furies. You might not though, because of like cover and shrouding, um, and the sergeants as well. Yeah, it's the sergeant being able to bounce six to two upside like yeah, wounds yeah. round, isn't it? That then because then you'd what be able I found to eat well, the three plus non-breaching exactly. plasma fusils on that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think they Interesting. are. Interesting. <laughs> they're fucking insane. I'd love to hear people's thoughts on them as do well. They, as do they have Heart of the Legion? No, they don't. No, no. Thank the no, Lord. No. If you take Christ 10 yeah. rather than 15, are they less obnoxious? Well, they only come into that's going to be. So. Oh, I see. Okay, so you've done yeah. two times. And they've got three sergeants in a 10 man squad. Yeah, 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 for 300 right. points. Right, right. So that's saying the best guys get the best kit. No, you're picking one in three. That's not the best guys. That's an above average guy. <laughs> this this needs revising. No, yeah, the best guys think... you should but should be the top twenty percent at most. You should have mm, two be, uh, sergeant yeah, equivalents yeah. in there because at this point you'd like even if you take a minimum size tax squads and times that up to get to fifty to get to ten, you're getting two sergeants. Sorry, not yeah, tax yeah. squad, a vet squad, a five man squad. I, you'd be telling this. This is bullshit. You could you run. Hear the other thing about them that uh, I forgot to even say. Go on. They've got sudden strike one when they charge. Oh, for that juicy initiative buff. So <laughs> they go first when they charge, and if you disorder them, and then you fail your leadership check and fall back. They've still got a good chance of catching you with their plus three charge, and just and just killing that entire unit. Like so, what initiative are they on the charge? I oh, know, so uh, they're five on the charge. Uh, still less than a high elf of a thrusting spear in the first round of combat. So, suck on that. Well, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, wow! You've opened our eyes. Well, like I knew they were good. They're always one of those units that I think all. Oh, best shoot them quickly when I see them but I wasn't truly aware of their devastating prowess and now I yeah, am well, so it's been an educational Thursday evening I wasn't either until I'd actually played with them and now I've played with them I'm like yeah these are <laughs> these are bent as well. I feel like you can there's a there's a lot of units that, or, or a fair few units I say not a lot there's a, there's, there's, a, there's a group of units you can look at the rules and think but mate, they're absolutely insane. But it seems like Dark Furies are one of those units, are one of those units, but they act that way on the tabletop as well, where there's a lot of other units that you think, look at and think, holy shit, these are mental. And then actually, for one reason or another, can't perform to that standard in, in a in a real world, live battlefield data experience. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah interesting. It might be as well, because they are... Because the basic guys are weapon skill four, um, they're just like mooks in, in like three apartment. You 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 probably read the rules and you go, oh, they're pretty trash. I haven't got to worry about them. But then they hit you mm. and you're like, how many attacks you got? Oh, I've got like fifty three attacks. Fucking hell! And you go first. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ. Oh bloody hell. Uh, oh, oh and you Jesus get Christ. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just fucking mental, boys. <laughs> Absolutely insane. But, so let, let's let's open this up on the on the podcast and the social media chats to what you think um, are, are better than Dark Furies. I'm sure all of you can think of a yeah, stick it stick it in the Discord. I reckon be able to do it, but um, yeah, stick it in the Discord about a, you know a vacuum situation in which you might be able to beat you know these Dark Furies. But um, 
I'm sure you can't. But why don't you think about units that you think are equally as good, equally as Ben, or the you know the boogeyman units in your metas or your tournaments that you go to or your events that you go to? Because that's always interesting is to get the scope of different metas. It's, it's one of the most interesting really things about interesting. talking to the um the Australian guys, isn't it? Is um is you know what what's what's boogie in their meta and the, you know obviously the Malmo meta American and stuff like that. Like it's always interesting to see and even sort of north england you know the way they seem to play a bit harder generally than um seeing what's um ubiquitous for them um yeah correct yes uh right guys i think that not only have we run out of time essentially because i'm falling asleep but we've run out of list we have we completed all of our things Because this would, this would be the first this would be the first time in a long time that we have come to the end of a podcast and not been completely out of steam. I feel like we've kept mm. the energy high all the way through. Yes, it's been marvellous. Uh, I'm meant to be checking a list. Uh, consulting, consulting. I can't find mm. the right group. I'm panicking because we changed the group chat picture in another group chat. I just I can't find anything now. Yeah, that is. Uh, that has been weird. That has, that has really frightened me. Uh, uh, painting competition. We didn't discuss the painting competition. Oh, yes. Discuss the painting right. competition. I'm just going to disappear for five minutes, boys. You discuss the painting competition, then I'll be back. So, Will, at Beachhead, is this correct? There was a painting competition. It was open to all attendees. You could enter something as long as, as, long as it fit within one of the characters, within one of the categories, yeah. and, and then it was judged. Yeah, so I think you had six or seven different categories. You had like best vehicle, uh, sorry, best historical vehicle, best fantasy vehicle, uh, maybe sci-fi vehicle, do you know what I mean? Best historical squad, do you know what I mean? And then there was like open categories for um, dioramas and um, like big, like like a monster, like a like a, a Pegasus. Sorry, not Pegasus, that's hardly a monster, isn't it? Um, like a like a high elf uh, mage on a griffin, do you know what I mean? And yeah. I I quite like seeing these. And what and what was really cool about this one especially, which is why I thought it was so good and it was probably worth talking about, was that the usual ones that we see at like a greetings like the weekend or something, it's always games workshop stuff. Mm. So you kind of know what you're looking at at all time, if that makes sense. Yeah. But what was really cool about this one especially was that because it had because there were 10 different game systems being played as well as all the historical stuff as well and all the titans and all that cool stuff as well there was a lot of stuff that was entered into the painting competition at, at lunchtime on Saturday I think it was and then they judged it in the afternoon and you got it back in the evening or maybe in the morning on Sunday there was lots of stuff in it that was completely different to stuff that you'd normally see and it was great. It That's was really, cool. really cool to see. Um, so close, oh, excuse me, close friends of the show, uh, Harry and Harry Held and uh, Oliver Mew. Uh, Tales of New Aurora. Oh, has he ch- has he changed his Instagram handle? Yeah, it's New Aurora Painting now. It's new. So New Aurora Painting and Ollie Hammer eighty three or something. Something like that. Close enough. Yeah. If you don't know who Ollie is, you. You're probably sleeping under a rock. In 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 which place? I'd I'd like to join you because before I knew about Ollie's painting, I was a very uh, happy man. And now that every time I see something that he paints, I'm violently sick because it's just 
because it's so fucking obscenely good. But yeah, so Ollie and Harry both entered some of their units into these, and they did really well. The pair of them won two awards each, which was yeah, cleaned insane. up. Yeah. So the Bosch Boyos boshed it. So uh, Harry entered a little, I think it was a Panzer Four. It's a really, really cool little tank. Yeah. For bolt action because he was playing. I've got a, a a really nice. As long as you go for the orfs, I think G onwards. They've got a really like a. You know how the Vanquisher has an excellent barrel to tank ratio. The later yes. versions of the Panzer IV has a not quite as nice, but still a, a really nice barrel length to tank mass ratio. Yeah. It's a long boy, and I, I love it. Sick. Swell boy, yeah. So Harry entered that, and he also entered a unit of 3D printed um, motorbikes and sidecarps, um, Germans. Yeah, and that's this was part, well, to be fair. This was part of his German force that he uh, did, which is all about... Um, I can't remember what battalion it was, or cohort, but they are essentially cruising around France, picking up bikes, and stealing and drinking wine. So Yeah. So the tanks have got like a little, like a little bike, kind of like you know, what I mean, hodged on the back, and yeah. Some some of the riders are like it's, it's, yeah, it's like a running wine. theme, isn't it, through the force? <laughs> and then the motorcycles that he entered, some of them are almost like mini dioramas on their bases, aren't they? So exactly, they're, they're yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah, I think in one of them as well, in there isn't a person in the sidecar; it's just a crate of wine, which is really quite cute. <laughs> it's, it's really cool, yeah. So Harry won two of them, which was amazing to see. Like. Super, super proud of him because he was playing bolt action. So he did. So he was playing until seven thirty, I think it was. He he had like a whole really, game. yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. So because playing um, uh, heresy, I think we finished about five on Saturday. So Ollie and I took a little walk over, realised that the pair of them had had like one awards. Harry was still playing his game, so I think he ch- checked his phone. And was like Jesus Christ, won some bloody, won some tasty, tasty trophy awards. Um, and then Ollie, he entered his... his so uh, if you haven't seen, he's been working on a Lunar Wolves army recently. Um, and this this, this this might be his Peace de Resistance. This is his like final form, do you know what I mean? So he's been, he's been working towards his... In, for, for quite a while, and he's had quite a lot of trials and tribulations about getting the scale right and the pieces right and all these things going into them. And he's been basing it off the um, off the front page artwork of Force Gods. So they're very reflective of Lunar Wolves on the front of that book. It's quite mm. interesting because the, f- the first book and the third book, they're Lunar Wolves on the front as well, but they're, but they're grey. But these ones are white because they're... I don't understand how that came to be, but Full Squad's ones are white lunar wolves, and they've got the little like wolf and moon sigil. And uh, yeah, yeah. do you know when really I, cool. when when I was getting out of the hobby as a kid is when the first few Heresy books were coming out, and I hadn't read the books, but my brother had Horus Rising. And I spent ages lo- lo- thinking about the front covers, thinking to myself. What army is this? I know the Death Guard were cream back in Heresy, but yeah. they're not Death Guard. Mm. What are these symbols? And now we know. All I had to really do was open to, about yeah. three pages and I would have found out. But, you know, as a retarded kid, didn't get that far. Yeah. So so he entered his Leviathan. So he's 
finished up recently. Really, really cool. Um, and he entered, I think, five Justarian, um, which are white and black. They're kind of offset. They aren't pure black Justarian because they're Lunar Wolves Justarian. And I think he also entered another thing as well. I can't remember what, but I think he entered three things. Oh, he also entered the Red Naga in the open category. So that's Ollie's big, that's his favourite. Big boy Titan. Yeah, yeah. Massive Reaver Titan. And that's my personal favourite one of of most things he's painted. That's the one that I really love to see. Because you, you only see it like once a year, do you know what I mean? It's funny. Yeah. And, and it has its own um, like carry case that's essentially like a, um, it's like a, like a coffin ship. The Titans are deployed in. Do you know when Ollie's getting in the car or getting out of the van, and and he's got that there? You're like, Oof. oh, Titans mama. Do you know what I mean? It's time. Really, really cool. Absolutely amazing bit of kit. But that, I think he put that in the open category. It didn't win, which was uh, which was kind of surprising, but at the same time, kind of amazing. I'm not. Sh- the annoying thing was, and this is something that. It's tricky to do when you've got probably a couple of thousand people at an event. So the judges judged the things and then they took the models out of the display cabinets and left them on the side with their prizes. Okay. Like, you, unless you were there when they'd finished judging and they started getting them out, you, we didn't know as like consumers what won what. And there wasn't like a big like a big ceremony about it and it wasn't like a big Facebook post of the three best and this was first place second place third place so I would have liked to have known what other stuff was in there what got mentioned and what came third or second or where it was Um, but yeah so Ollie Ollie won two awards as well so both Harry and Ollie cleaned up Um, Ollie's Terminators are a work of art they are Andy Kirk originally started the Lunar Wolves and then Decided for whatever reason, not for him. So, he, so Ollie was like, "I need them. Like, n- n- now's the yeah. time." So he, me he swiped them off Andy, give them the money. They're all Tortuga as well, so they're all massive, massive boys. Um, proper chunky, proper chonkos. Yeah. So yeah, he's been working on these for a while, and they are absolutely beautiful. They are. Ollie's a great painter as it is, but these certainly feel like he's putting a lot more effort. Not, I, I, I don't know if that's a, e- e- even the right phrase. He's just. He, he, I think he's really pulling out all the stops on these, because um, he's done a white army before in the with the world eaters. But these guys are very different to the world eaters, which is interesting to see, which is really really cool. So yeah, absolutely brilliant. It's l- lovely to see, lovely to see. For sure. Um, what was else was on the list? We have one more thing on the list. I feel like. Mm. Oh, oh units. That's itself. Hello, friends. Oh. Hello, Thomas. Uh, we had now this one might be a bit of a meaty bite to chew off this far into the pod, but oh. what this was after okay. what you need to think was best, what you need to think are the coolest. Let's rattle this off. Uh, Will, you have 20 seconds to tell me what unit you think is the coolest, and you will start on my whistle. Go. Ashen Circle. Um, I love these guys. I think they're awesome. I love the lore to them. I've seen them recently painted grey as well, like the classic original word bearers legion scheme. 
And I think they're brilliant. I think they're a really, really cool unit. They really personify what I imagine um, world there is being. Your 20 oh, seconds yeah. is up, Will. Sorry, yeah. bro. Fucked yeah. it. Uh, oh, Tom, just did right oh. up. Yeah, absolutely. Just did. Tom, uh, yeah, go right now. Uh, the coolest unit in the game is clearly the little techno arcana archaeologist thousand sons heavy support thing tech marine with his little servo arcana things that's fucking sick Tom, and then just you complete, did that with three seconds to spare so i'm very impressed with that well done um i'm going to start Gosh. myself uh in now uh, and my answer is lupakai even though they don't exist yet but i'm hoping they won't appear They're not in the in game you mole no but i think they're still the coolest yeah. Um, if I had to go for one that's in the game, uh, too late. It's been 20 seconds. Um, yeah, there we go. Uh, Dark Angels inducti with Volkite Charges. Shame that shit, though. Um, do we have any final comments? I'm aware this file size is getting meaty and we don't want to encounter yeah. any uh, conversion issues, but any, any other business? No, I also have a, a Warhammer nerd about to come and pick some bits up. I don't know where he oh, is. So a late night pick any second. So, you know, normally no, I don't have any other this kind of hour. To say, Who knows what it could be? Uh, uh, this time of night for yeah, Tom. No, it is, it's it's Warhams. Warhams, yeah. It's because he's, he's finished a meal with his family in town. Well, that's quite sweet, by, actually. He, it, yeah. Um, no, what I want to say is um, it's been a lovely episode. I'm really glad we've kept the energy really high all the way through. It's been so nice to talk some heresy again with the boys talk about what we've been up to talk about what we're excited for i'm excited for solar i'm excited for boyfriends in a few weeks um i am excited to have a conversation with will at some point about the downer of gw but it does seem to be such a negative thing that the positivity we want to put out there there's a lot of there's a lot of negativity out there on forge world a lot of it comes from us as well so we want to try and make as positive a community as we can so it's good to keep us all hyped up yeah, um, it'll be quite an interesting me. chat to have, won't it? So we'll probably save that for a whole fresh mm. episode. Yeah, I yeah, absolutely, so, yeah. absolutely. But there's a lot to be excited about, particularly with upcoming books, releases, etc. Um, yeah. My passing comment is: uh, please, if you're buying anything fantasy, heresy, old action paints, please feel free to use our relevant link, which is available via the link in our Instagram page. Thank you very much. Um, and thank you for listening sorry I've been gone a while but you know been busy boys but we're back at it now back at it now baby we're back at it and we'll be back with you maybe next week hopefully next week talking about probably not an event unless we've got one backed up that we haven't spoken about and maybe we'll just be talking more take a topic or something but um, yeah. I need to go boys because it feels I feel, like, I feel like my friend is outside so I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot off Send- love you very much Goodbye. Bye. Okay.